Does your toddler whine or scream to express her needs and wants? Does she become impatient or angry when she doesn't get what she wants when she wants it? Would you like to teach your 18-month-old or even your 10-month-old a better way to communicate before you completely lose it? Well, then we're glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for updates so you'll always know about new podcast episodes. You'll also receive a free gift from Ginger when you sign up. Well, welcome back to our summer Q&A episodes, Ginger. Uh, Listeners, as you may have heard last week, we're taking the entire month of July to answer your questions in shorter ad-free episodes. We've had more questions than we can count, honestly, but many of them have been similar in nature. So we wanted to address those things that many of you are dealing with right now. But before I get to today's questions, I want to read a review from Atara, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And um, Atara says this, let me just say, I am typically not a listener of podcasts. I have a few I listen to for a short time and I quickly got bored with them. But this podcast has so much to it. It's very encouraging to me in raising my three-year-old who is beginning to assert his own will and has left me lost in what direction to follow. Being a Christian woman since my early 20s, I have had a deep concern for the children I would have and how I would train them up to follow Christ. Having found this podcast, thanks to a dear friend, I now have hope and direction in how I should raise my children to obey and love Christ. Thank you, Katie, and thank you, Ginger. From the deepest part of my heart, I am so grateful to be learning tried and true ways to biblical child rearing. That was very mm, articulate. I love reading that. I know. Thank so you kind. for that, Atara. It really fills our heart with so much joy to know that God is using this podcast and the topics we discuss to encourage others. We're just so thankful and so blessed and so honored that our work here is making a difference in your family. And we just want to give God all the glory for that. That's right. Okay, Ginger, it's now time to answer a listener question. So Katie in Missouri, and let me just mention here that Katie spells her name the right way, K-A-T-Y, just saying. Um, Anyway, Katie asks this. How do I start it right with my very little one who is 18 months old, especially with whining and learning patience and just teaching good patterns from the beginning? There are so many tips for older kids, but where do I start with my 18-month-old who is starting to disobey and test me? Well, hi, Katie, spelled the right way, and thank you for that question. You are a wise mom to want to begin that training young. Your question is actually along the same lines as uh, a question that another mom asked me at an event where I was just speaking last month. She told me about how her 12-month-old is constantly screaming and reaching for things that he wants. And she told me that she tries not to give in, but she's just so exhausted with the screaming all the time that she sometimes does give in because it seems to be the only way that she could get some peace. And I know we can all relate to that. Mm -hmm. So in talking with that mom last month, we figured out that the child screaming really wasn't his fault. He didn't know of any other way to communicate. And Katie, even though your child is a bit older, hers was only 12 months old, it might be the same issue with your 18-month-old. 
part of your child's problem with whining and being impatient, it could just be from a lack of good communication skills. So let's talk about how you can help your 18-month-old communicate with self-control and learn patience. And then we'll address the second part of your question where you said that she's also starting to disobey and test you because that's actually two separate issues entirely. Okay, so you said she's specifically struggling with whining and impatience. In other words, she wants what she wants when she wants it. (laughs) And when she doesn't get what she wants when she wants it, she's making her unhappiness known. Oh, wow. That sounds like some adults I know. I mean, not me, but. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Uh, You know, the truth of the matter is that our kids, they're just many versions of us. I know. They're just little sinners mimicking the big sinners that they're watching. (laughs) (laughs) I know I personally struggle big time with being impatient. I mean, I just might be a little bit more sophisticated in how I show it, although my husband would definitely argue that. But <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to Ronnie about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully he's another rumor. He would come in here and put his two cents in there, I'm sure. But impatience definitely rears its ugly head in my life, more than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. So Katie, with your 18-month-old, when you say impatient, I assume that you mean uh, throwing a fit in one way or another. So I'd say first, it needs to be determined if what she's wanting is a legitimate need that should be met, you know, like being hungry or thirsty or tired, or just, uh, you know, I want this thing because I believe it's this thing that's going to be the key to my happiness, at least for the next two and a half minutes, (laughs) (laughs) Or, or at least until the next new thing comes along that I might like better. Now, obviously, the genuine needs of an infant or toddler should be met, even if they aren't going about the best way to communicate those needs. The withholding of legitimate needs as a mean of discipline is a cruel and abusive form of punishment. We want to reach the hearts of our children for the glory of God by training them up in the way they should go. It's it's not about punishment, and it's not about instilling a fear of punishment. It's about encouraging them to do what's right out of a love for God. Mm. So either way, when children are whining or throwing a fit over a genuine need or just something that they'd like to have, we want to teach them the value of communicating in ways that are pleasing to God. We know that those who please God are blessed by God because when we live to please God, we're living in the will of God. So we want to start teaching our kids as early as possible, as young as possible, how to put off whining and impatience and how to put on uh, self-control and obedience. And as they learn to put on these virtues, they will begin to understand that self-control and obedience are prerequisites for contentment and joy and just good living in general. Ginger, I love that part about punishment and fear of punishment. So you said it's not about punishment and it's not about instilling a fear of punishment. It's about encouraging them to do what's right out of a love for God. I just love that. Mm, That's right. Because think about it. If we only administer a consequence for whining and being impatient, that's just going to exasperate them because we aren't providing them with a means of escape. We're not giving them a way out. I mean, sure, we're, we're training them in what not to do, but we aren't teaching them what to do. We're told in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that when we're tempted, God always provides us with a way out. So with our Mm. kids, we want to follow that example and offer them a way out. I actually get a lot of questions similar to yours, Katie, from moms with kids who are even younger than 18 months. One thing I found very helpful with my kids before they were verbal at all was that I taught them to sign certain words to help them express what they wanted with self-control. And by sign, I mean sign language. My kids learned how to sign a handful of words way before they could talk. 
we do our little ones a huge injustice when we underestimate their ability to learn. You guys would be amazed at how quickly even a 10-month-old can pick up on keywords by teaching them how to sign those keywords in the context of the moment. I have a friend who just recently sent me a video of her 10-month-old grandchild signing simple words to communicate what he wanted. It's so precious to watch them be able to express themselves in a self-controlled way. You can actually see the joy in their little faces as they start to master that skill and, and then reap the rewards of it. It actually brings them freedom. Their little hearts are just full of joy because they're no longer limited by their lack of verbal skills. They whine and scream a lot of times because they're frustrated. Their brains are smart enough to know what they need or what they want, but their verbal skills aren't cooperating yet. And who can blame them for being frustrated? I'd be frustrated too. But through signing, they have a means of escape. They have a way out. Their motor skills are way ahead of their verbal skills, so why not utilize what they've got? It's such a blessing for them to be able to communicate earlier than they can actually talk. It's a blessing for us to be able to better understand how to meet their needs uh, when they're able to communicate before they can talk. You know, I haven't thought about that in a while, Ginger, since mine are far past the signing phase. Um, I was consistent with teaching our oldest to sign, but I don't remember doing that at all with our youngest. Um, and that might explain why we gave him the name Baby Monster <laughs> from a very <laughs> early age. I think we could have created that screaming Baby Monster by not giving him that means of escape. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about it that way. Um, and one thing to note here is that babies who never learn to communicate often become toddlers and adolescents and then teens and sadly adults who can't communicate. Um, I've actually been reading a really good book about this. It's called Are My Kids on Track? The 12 Emotional, Social, and Spiritual Mi Milestones Your Child Needs to Reach. Oh man, I highly recommend this book and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But one of my favorite quotes so far is this. When kids don't have an emotional vocabulary or haven't been coached in taking the emotion to something constructive, they don't have the skills to regulate themselves in moments of elevated emotion. Expecting them to do so without these basic skills would be as foolish as handing a copy of Charlotte's Web to a two-year-old and asking her to read aloud. And that's the end of the quote. And, you know, this just confirms what you've said here on the podcast and in your books, Ginger. Uh, we can't expect our children to respond correctly if all we do is come down on their bad behavior. We must show the inverse good behavior that we expect from them. And for me, I found that mealtimes were great opportunities to teach my kids how to sign words mm. as a self-controlled means to communicate. I taught them how to sign very simple words and phrases like, no thanks, more, please, and all done. So if Wes was sitting in his high chair and he was starting to whine for something on the table, I would quickly sign please. And then I'd take his hand and show him how to sign please. Then I would immediately give him what he wanted. So he related that signed word with what he was trying to communicate. If Alex was in her high chair and she was full and she didn't want any more to eat, as soon as I could tell that she was done and starting to squirm and whine, I would sign all done. And then I would take her hands and show her how to sign all done. And then I would quickly remove her from the high chair as I repeated, all done, all done. I'm telling you, it's awesome. Teaching infants and toddlers to sign simple words is a great way to teach them how to communicate with self-control way before they can talk. Well, and we learned to sign along with our kids using the Baby Einstein videos. These are great because they're slow paced and, you know, they don't damage your child's developing brain. Um, so we'll put a link in the show notes to those, but you can actually find them for free on YouTube. So infants and toddlers are definitely capable of learning to communicate with self-control when we're willing to take the time to teach them. But 
there is a difference in immature verbal skills and willful defiance. Like if your 18-month-old is reaching for something that he shouldn't have and you firmly move his hand away and say, no, you need to obey. And he continues to reach for that thing and whine or throw a fit. Obviously, that's willful defiance and it should be addressed like that. So Katie, the second part of your question is, where do I begin with my 18-month-old who is starting to disobey and test me? We actually get a lot of questions about how to handle disobedience with children who aren't verbal yet. So we're going to read and answer more questions about this issue, including yours, Katie, on next week's episode. I know, the suspense is killing me too. Uh, So make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening and get updates when new episodes are released. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This just helps us get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubbard.com slash askginger, and we'll do our best to answer in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubbard.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering her parenting book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue, at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubbard.com. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.